it always takes like 15 minutes for us to actually because when I do the intro. when I start talking, I just don't stop talking. So I have to like take sometimes this time. it takes like 10 takes just to do the fucking intro. I have to take this time to just like yeah. relax. It's that moment of calm, but it's the calm before the storm. That's what it's called. All right, whatever. <clears throat> Ready? No chance. What's up, everybody? Episode 39? Eight. 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 Oh my god, I'm getting <laughs> lost in this. Episode 38 of the No Chance Podcast. My bad for dropping the ball, Nate. I was just good. talking about um, how I had to come with it for this episode. But episode 38, it is a big episode. Actually, I was thinking, what is the significance of the number 38? Was there anybody famous that wore the number 38? Do you know of anybody famous that wore the number 38? Is no? this is this you trying to like... I'm so basically, to... like, five minutes before this ride, and I, I told Ryan, I was like, yo, you got to come with some, like, fire for the intro. No, because now the expectation is, like, really, really high, especially for You're, the like, last really episode. letting me down right You now. know, there was four people that reached out to me and said, yo, that intro for last episode made it sound like it was, like, a radio talk show, and I was like... Sorry, I just decided to do something different. For like a in a good or bad way. Welcome to another episode of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your host, Ryan. And Nate. I mean, fuck, man. 38 episodes. We're down to what? 13,000 <sighs> listens roughly a year. We're about to throw a party. Yeah. <laughs> You're not excited about a party? Damn, yeah, man. Come on, I man. Come on. You got, I want to see some excitement, man. We're about to throw a party. I'm really excited to sort of reveal that information as time goes on. Sometime around Nate's birthday, which I just recently learned, is in August. Shout out to Nate. Even though I remembered everybody else's birthday. But, I don't always right, think that you have to remember your friend's birthdays. It just matters when you're there with them in the moment, right? Sure. That's what's important. Uh, <laughs> thank we'll, see, you. we'll see who's getting the invite then to the birthday party. I'm I'm gonna crash it for sure. I'm gonna crash it. Um, but yeah, I mean, not really much going on in the world of streetwear. But let's talk about the world of high fashion. Something that we don't really know much about, but we seem to have amazing opinions on. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Met Gala happened. To be honest, yeah. I don't know what the fuck a Met Gala is. It populated my feed like crazy yesterday. Yeah, because I, I follow a bunch of celebrities. Um, so I had to do some research. Obviously, we don't like to you know spit anything but the facts on this uh, I mean we do we lie from time to time (laughs) all the time actually (laughs) okay so Met Gala here I'm just gonna read it consider this is the um (laughs) the fucking title of the article the Super Bowl of fashion (laughs) it takes place every Monday on the first uh every not not every Monday the first Monday of May every year it happens at the Metropolitan Museum of Art was that New York New York yeah and that's literally where people just show up stunt the biggest celebrities, biggest names. I sometimes I think it's the biggest names within that past year. It's like the the window for like the Oscars of like, okay, who's popping, who is living in social media, whatever. Yeah. Because I saw like um you watch watch Black Panther, right? No, I actually haven't seen it. Never mind. But I saw uh, a lot of like D list actors there that I didn't think were gonna make it, but were in like really big movies, which which was uh really surprising. But basically, uh, the Met Gala happens every year. It's literally just like where rich people go to party. 
right? But isn't it like a fundraiser for? Isn't it a fundraiser oh, for okay, the okay? Okay, uh, I'll be a bit more specific. Okay, there. go ahead. Every year, uh, the museum releases not well, not releases, but they showcase an entirely new collection. It's like a an art exhibit or gallery for for this year. Their theme was, and they have a different theme every year to match the different showcase. This theme was um, heavenly bodies, fashion, and Catholic imagination. That's why everybody showed up as the fucking Pope. Like you can yeah. see, like their crowns. Like everybody was trying to look like the fucking Pope. Um, obviously, the biggest standout every year is Rihanna. Of course, hence the Pope hat. Pope like hat. I'm the fucking queen of. What is that even called? Oh, it's called the. Um, There's a name for the hat. Yeah, it starts with an M. It's um. It's called a miter. That's a what miter? it's fucking called. Yeah. Holy shit. That's Fun scary. Facts. Yeah. I feel like there's anyways. like there's like powers in it or something. Um, but as I mean, typically you see like uh, one of one pieces, a lot of custom couture by, you know, the biggest designers in the world. For the most part, from what I've seen, it's just a lot of fucking Versace and Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> also, like the real Pope, like he always comes through like flexing. What do you like, think he fucking... wears? Like, what do you, who do you think makes his outfit? Um, I think is it's... it an actual brand? No, it is. Uh, it's um, I forget who. It's an Italian designer. I think it's it might be like Gucci or somebody. No yeah. way. Um, they do the uniforms for like, like the whole like royal. Yeah, like uh other people that like work in the vatican i think holy yeah. shit that looks like a job that i might want to come up on yeah. one day yeah <laughs> it's like working at like a like acne studios and getting a discount it's like why not be a friend of the pope and get some gucci you know? <laughs> <laughs> um but basically that whole event took place how do you feel about those types of events it's really just like famous people flexing obviously it's for a good cause you want to be politically correct there yeah um but for the most part it's really just an event to sort of stunt right yeah i mean that's it's kind of an event where celebrities go to kind of show off that their fashion knowledge or fashion like prowess you know what i'm saying like asap rocky always like shows out at the Met yeah. gala like jaden smith yeah. like everybody yo he no okay did you follow a lot of what was going on with the met like the, uh yeah for the, the most part yeah he fucking showed up with his gold, his gold plaque, plaque <laughs> like for his song icon last last year he showed up with a handful of dreads that he cut off his yeah. head like that's fucking crazy like that's more than an accessory Dude, that's like the best flex of like it's kind 2018 of, it's so weird far. it's so yeah. weird it's yeah. like not a platinum album it's just a gold yeah. album but I, like, I, I mean it. whatever yeah um but yeah i mean just just overall it's just one of those things that i always think about of just like why is it so important um and for the most part the biggest thing that gets covered about the met is I mean, one thing that we didn't recognize was that it was for an actual foundation and for the actual museum. People don't even know where the Met takes place half the time, but they're very familiar with what people are wearing. Yeah. Um, just because like at the Met, technically you don't have to pay to get in. So it's like technically it's funded by stuff like that. So. Oh, oh, the actual Met. Like the museum. Oh, yeah. Never, like when you I've go, you there. don't have to pay. There's always like a suggested donation. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, you don't have to pay to get in. So oh, it's that's like funded by. Um, like it's the funded by it's funded by rich people. Yeah, it's funded by like ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. So oh, shout, shout out to, to them, them man! Yeah. Giving back to the the little people. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, well, then maybe I'll I'll be sure to stop by there sometime. I go out there and I'll feel a little bit more important. Um, okay, uh, so for let's get into um, just like the people that attended. Then obviously we didn't see Kanye attend because he's going through a little uh, <laughs> fucking. I don't even know what to call it anymore, man. We cover him for the past three episodes. He just like 
suffering somewhere. And where, where's his his sunken place? I don't know. That's what it's I don't called. know if it's necessarily like suffering, but it's like he's, he's in just like, like a, digging he's himself in a, deeper and deeper into a hole. He's just like in a weird space where like nobody really gets what he's doing. Yeah, is what I'd rather call that. Okay, you know? so I, I was thinking about this this conversation of sort of brands and controversies, right? Yes. Um, recently, there was an article posted about Adidas continuing to back Kanye West regarding his comments on slavery, something that we are not going to speak on in this episode. But if you've been following the whole fucking piece, then you probably understand what's going on. Um, but sort of looking at looking back to different controversies with brands in the past year or so, obviously they're more heavily covered than normal. You have the whole, um, what was it, Kendall Jenner and what was that, Pepsi or Coke? Uh, Pepsi. Yeah, because Coke ad. tastes better. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Pepsi. Um, you had H&M and their controversy with, with uh, um, uh, kids like monkey kids, thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the antics that, that they put out. Um, and, and a lot of other ones, but I guess the question that I'm bringing up is, when it comes to controversy in brands backing either a controversial person or a controversial act, is it in their power to, or not in their power necessarily, but do they have the right to stay with that person? Is it a bad look? Um, does it tarnish the brand in any way? What do you think? I think it really depends. I think a lot of brands, like for instance, like when Tiger Woods got accused of like whatever he was doing, yeah. like he got dropped real quick. Yeah. Or just like any other athlete or any other celebrity, like, most brands don't play around and they're like, <laughs> they like that's not. it. Like you're getting, you're getting cut. But, but it depends. Though. It depends on the context. It depends. But if they're physically harming somebody more or not, or more often than not, they're cut immediately. Yeah, for sure. Right. Okay. So what do you think? What's your take on that? Like, okay. But like, like you said, the, the Tiger Woods thing, he was dropped immediately, but then within the span of what is that? Like two years after his shoe was again, selling again at Nike, he became you know, super popping in golf all of a sudden. So I think it takes time for that to sort of boil over. Obviously, that was that like, I wouldn't even say peak social media. It was like when social media was still kind of getting bigger. Um, you know, when they usually cover things on South Park, it's super big in yeah, the news. So yeah. he had his own little episode or whatever. But I think in regards to the Kanye thing, I think brands have to keep the same energy. Like, obviously, it's something that a lot of people don't like. Like, it's it's a, it's one in the same with the same comments that sort of H&M put out there with their uh, coolest monkey in the jungle thing, right? Yeah. So it's like it's one in the same. And you saw a lot of people, you know, in the backlash sort of that came from it. Like people were like destroying H&M stores in Africa. They were like literally not everybody didn't stop shopping there. Like yeah. I still see, see people around the streets with the H&M bags. But I think that brands have to keep that same energy. And if something is controversial, even the slightest bit, because you don't know what else, what more that can sort of produce as, as the, the ball gets rolling, but you almost have to like cut it off right when you, right when you get it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it really, like we said, it really depends on the context. Like obviously like the Tiger Woods thing was like a whole different, that yeah. was like a whole nother ballpark. Yeah. Um, and everything's so magnified. Oh anyways. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm not comparing what Kanye said to what Tiger did, but in the sense of bad things, it, it does I mean, that bad give, is bad. Bad is bad. bad but is does bad. that give the uh, Adidas enough to be like, all right, Kanye, like, nah. Well, I mean, okay. So this is the thing. Adidas, like 
made a public statement saying that they don't agree mm. with what Kanye is saying, but that they would still continue to basically essentially like work with him. So they they did their part by condemning slavery, which I think any like <laughs> smart person would Good. do or smart brand would do for Good. sure. Um but greatness but, wins at the end of the day. Like greatness but, is always going to win. Kanye compared to Tiger Woods at the position of where Tiger Woods is at in his life. He was washed. Like he was not that great yeah. of, a t- of a, I was going to say tennis, he, not that great of a golf player at the, at that very As moment. As you can tell, Ryan doesn't watch sports. I, I he, corrected myself. But Kanye being where he is at the plateau, not even plateauing, but still going in the sphere of greatness or godliness, as he wants to call it, um, it's almost excusable. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it. Okay, so but then like, okay, to some people it might be like a brand. Like, okay, we'll overlook this because you're this person yeah. or you're this whatever. So, but as like a consumer, what do you think? Like, is it excusable for them to, or is it, you know, is it okay for them to allow that to let that happen? Oh, as long as they like cover their own tracks. Because Kanye is so great to yeah. a lot of people, especially people in the hip hop community. Right, he's very highly regarded people are still wearing Yeezys. Like they, they even say it. Like I've seen so many posts within the past, I don't know, past whatever weeks he's been doing this thing. And it's just, you know what? Fuck Kanye, fuck whatever he's saying, but I'm still rocking those Yeezys though. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things yeah. where it's like, if the product is good, it doesn't matter who the backer of is that, who the creator or backer of, of that item is. If it's good, it's good. Like you hear about the whole thing about uh, Coachella, right? It was the, the owner of Coachella being like, um, I don't know if he was like an anti-Semite or a racist or whatever, but he had views that a lot of people didn't agree with, yet people were still attending the festival. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, do I like this event enough to forgive the bullshit that goes on in the you know behind the scenes? Or is it one of those things where if I take it on head on and wear the product, whatever, I'm endorsing something that's completely out of line? Yeah, so I guess then there, there lies the question, like, does a person's like personal views, personal opinions, like devalue the product or are they just completely separate? I think it like, can you separate the, the person and like what they're selling to you? And I like, think kind of draw that line. I think no? now it's more, it's more evident that you can't. And I think with more people calling that out as you go, it's like one of those things like you wearing a Kanye for president t-shirt with you just being a big stand of Kanye, just walking around with it. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? Like this is, you're wearing a face of a undesirable person. You know what I mean? So yeah. then you get that stigma attached to you and that's, you're just trying to represent yourself by with clothing. And yeah. that becomes a, a difficult thing nowadays because of how evident social media is. But back then you don't have thousands of people looking into what you're doing, saying like, Oh, you're doing something wrong because of what you're wearing or why you're wearing it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was, I don't even think that type of controversy was controversy was happening back in the day. Like clothing back then wasn't very like polarizing. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's very true. And I, like you said earlier, you made a really good point. Like everything is magnified like times yeah. a thousand these days. So every little move that anyone makes, like a person all the way across the world is going to be able to see that. So I think, in that sense, people have to kind of tiptoe around, you know, other yeah. people's opinions. And I'm not going to tell like, somebody that they're wrong for wearing certain clothing or whatever because yeah, for of sure. the thing that may happen on the back end of it, right? Like yeah. Nike gets accused of doing a bunch of like child labor shit all the time. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. the stigma for that company. 
but everybody still wears it. It's one of the most popular athletic brands in the world. So it's like, do the morals match the fit? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's something, it's a dichotomy that everybody has to play around with when it comes to what they wear, which is only for people who think overly think to that sense. You know what I mean? Which is us. (laughs) Also, I think because we live in this age where like information is exchanged so quickly, like no one is really surprised anymore when people say like, things that they might not agree with you know what i'm saying like kanye supporting trump like yeah that's kind of surprising but yeah. at the end of the day it's like it's a free all right it's yeah free, like okay it's cool. a freedom of expression like yeah. at the end of the day which is perfectly fine i'm not gonna knock any particular political party for whoever listens to this podcast but in the sense of how that relates to clothing everybody that everybody's gonna attach a stigma to your clothing now yeah for sure being very very specific obviously not every person down the street is gonna look at your Adidas and be like, oh, you're Kanye West fan. Oh, oh no, you you're support Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. not. It's only yeah. to like a certain select few people that actually understand this sort of thing going on with it. Yeah, and I think that's a good point too. Like as a consumer, you can sort of, you, you know, you can separate yourself. You don't have to be like, you can be a fan of the product and be a fan of the person who makes the product, but yeah. you can still, I think it's still okay to disagree with their opinions you know like you don't agree do you think that's different i mean just to sort of roll off of that topic you think it's different when it comes to music then because of the things that they talk about in music kanye is not straight up saying like you know build this and you know push these people out you know what i mean yeah he's indirectly saying that by endorsing actually he might we haven't heard the album yet ah damn i don't know man he don't don't bring down kid cuddy that's all i have to say but i mean just in the sense of He's not saying it directly, but he's endorsing somebody that is saying it directly. So when it comes to following your favorite rappers that rap about this and rap about that directly about having personal experiences with it and then them selling merch, it's like, yeah, okay, well, now you're really endorsing somebody who potentially went to jail for this. And, you know, like it gets way more complicated in that sense. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter, like him supporting like what differentiates him and his like his quote-unquote like support for trump or his like love for trump as he quoted or as he tweeted um what differentiates that like from like people rapping about like other shit and you know so do you think adidas in that sense should have maybe not disconnected themselves completely from kanye obviously he's a hat like a quote-unquote billion dollar company now through yeezy um but in the sense of maybe giving him a better version of a timeout maybe like not just saying like in a written letter because written apologies nowadays don't really mean much in the sense of like the you know public opinion well okay let me ask you this before we get into that let me ask you this so what makes travis scott since he's endorsed by nike Mm -hmm. right he has his jordans yeah um, what makes him rapping about like drinking lean and like fucking girls what differenti- differentiates that from like kanye tweeting about trump like why is there why is one acceptable and why is you know travis scott not under fire or why is nike not under fire for endorsing somebody like that as opposed to like kanye tweeting about trump and yeah. he's getting the back no i, I get what like, you're saying what, what's think, the distinction there i think we have to deal with problems one at a time you know yeah. what i mean so if the, if the biggest problem right now is 
our current state of the union, right? Then we have to handle that, right? Okay. All these all these other issues that we have going on obviously are very, very important. And there's people out there that are advocating and trying to fix that shit. But in regards to what is always on our timeline and always on the news and always on that, it's like, let's abolish that first yeah. and then let's deal with all these other things. I think that's, yeah. that's one of that's- the reasons why like you don't see, like obviously, a lot of things are sliding nowadays that yeah. aren't that main topic. That's yeah, that's a that's a fair point. I think it's mainly because we're in such we're living in such a divisive like yeah period of time like in the U.S. And like we're you're super either on this end or this end. We're distracted yeah. by everything, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna go into the anal. anal- I'm not going to go into, into analyzing. The what? The, into the, I'm not going to go into analyzing this video. But okay. if you saw that new Childish Gambino, "This Is America" video, there's so many nuances to us being distracted by everything going on behind us. Yeah, that that's the whole theme of it. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, okay, same solid video, by the way. Super sick. I yeah. think it's like it's going to go down as like one of the biggest music videos ever. Have for you, what uh, it is. Have you finished Atlanta season two? By the way, I have. I have. <sighs> <clears throat> the last season, Speak, last yeah. Season. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Big question then. Yeah. Depending on the celebrities, do celebrities nowadays get the ultimate pass when it comes to doing something that's like super outlandish, or are they actually suffering real consequences for the type of shit that they do? I don't think that they necessarily. Well, it depends. Like, their reputation, of course, is going to suffer because, like we said five times before, like everything is magnified yeah. by tenfold. Um, so your reputation is going to suffer. He may lose like a few fans here and there and whatnot. But as far as like real consequences, <laughs> Yeezys are going to still sell. Probably out. not to be, <laughs> to be quite honest. Like you think we're responsible part. for that? Like we're responsible. And I'm just like looking at this. This is like an overall overarching topic. And yeah. this goes into clothing somehow. And I'll, I'll link it at some point. Yeah. But just like us contributing to the fuckery that everybody else puts out. Right. Like we acknowledge it. We like it. We repost it. Um, we love watching it. Right. It's it's entertaining. So like something like Kanye, when it comes to, you know, the things that he says, obviously people are going to be stands at the end of the day and they're going to continue to buy his clothing, continue to wear his shoes. So it's just one of those things where it's like, nobody wants to cut that off completely especially if it's cool you know yeah i mean like i think for most people it's a win-win either way like that person whether it's kanye or whether it's whoever like they don't face the consequences because which is a win for them yeah because the consumers want their product so the consumers will get that product so it's a win for them too you know what i'm saying like I think that in makes that a lot. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's just it's just a lot going on in regards to um, <clears throat> like the figureheads of companies, right? What not not even always figureheads, just executives, higher level people, designers. Um, we've looked at a lot of people, even in our in- own industry, the streetwear industry. There's a lot of people who are involved in different things that kind of fuck up the name of their brands, right? So it's just all about this connection of like this this distinguishing figurehead versus the brand and trying to separate the two, right? Because we yeah. want to separate the things that Kanye says away from the brand or the clothing and stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting to look into. But I mean, just in terms of that, that brings on another point of this whole thing. Still, oh my God, I feel like we talk about Kanye like every episode. After this know, one, right? we're done talking no more about Kanye, it. No more Kanye. I hope he doesn't do anything cool for the next month so we can just we talk can, about like, some chill. other shit. Yeah. Sorry, guys. This is the Streetwear Podcast. I apologize. Yeah. Um, but 
Kanye is accused of stealing designs from uh, Givenchy for, I think it was either website design or an apparel design. I don't give a fuck about Kanye anymore or the, the design that they stole. But let's talk about fashion and like um, imitation. Yes. Yes. Um, imitation is the truest form of flattery is what they say, right? Yeah. What um, voice was that? What? It was, um, uh, you know what? I It was a... Uh, What's his name from Zoolander? Derek Zoolander. That's uh, what that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about uh, bootlegging and imitation. So bootlegging, obviously. So bootlegging, we talked about in numerous episodes, right? We have all the brands that sort of generated from it, right? Like um, we have the, the Chinatown market. We have all these people creating custom shoes. We have um, Hender Scheme is a brand that sort of derived from bootlegging a Jordan 4. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Jordan models. So yeah. everyone's trying to imitate each other in the in that sense. Like that's, that's totally fine. But when you have like a, and I'll use this as an example, when Thrash was really cool, it still is, but what, maybe like a year and a half ago a year ago it was like the the most repurposed graphic the flame logo like the logo the yeah font that itself like the, yeah, yeah it was the yeah. most repurposed graphic in streetwear and in in fashion it seemed h&m grabbed that or no forever 21 i saw it when i was walking down the street one time and i saw it in their showroom uh i guess it's a window yeah in a, in a window and it was just all of all the logos, right? The, it was just repurposed. I, I forgot what it said. It probably said something super tacky, but is that is is that right? Because it's not illegal in the fa- in in the sense of like trademark and, and copyright, all that stuff. You're not reusing a person's brand. Um, you're not what's it called when you're like putting down somebody. Def- it's not defaming a brand at all. Yeah, it's almost paying homage is is what they use as an excuse a lot of the time. Um, in the fashion world, it's it's looked at as literally like just taking it from somebody, you know? Yeah, Stealing. I mean, I think it really depends. Like in streetwear, it's I feel like it's less frowned upon because yeah. streetwear kind of has this whole like DIY aspect to it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah. repurposing things and making them your own. Yeah. Um, whereas maybe high fashion and things like that might be a little bit different because they don't share that same sort of... You know, they don't share that same sort of like origin. Like streetwear mm. started out from, you know, like repurposing things, like taking something and making it into something that you want it to be. Yeah, I mean, we sense, could use Supreme you know? as a good example. Yeah, right? exactly. They always have those those Instagram accounts that that show the reference to the actual thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's literally taking the same thing and putting it on a T-shirt with the box logo underneath it. Yeah. And that's like. Like, like let's like if you did that in school that would just be plagiarism like it would be complete plagiarism in that sense i remember um travis scott put out merch for um a recent tour and the pictures were real there they were just uh google images of of just like things that he was into it would be like um thunder over the desert and the first image that came up was literally a graphic that he used on a t-shirt um, but That's does that mean does, does that mean they're lazy at this point? Is, is it just laziness? I mean, I think it really depends on the context. Like, if it's something that obviously, like, if it's something that you're really interested in and you're trying to pay tribute to, then no, maybe it won't. It's not lazy. But if it's just okay, this is cool. Like, I know this is gonna do well. I'm gonna slap this onto whatever t-shirt. 
tote, whatever. Like, then that's lazy. You know, I think there's a distinction there. So it's part of the game then. Yeah, as far as like streetwear is concerned, I think, with, or just in general, like, I think with streetwear, like you said, it's it's not as looked down upon as much as like high fashion, in the sense that everybody sort of has the same sensibilities of like, oh, we're all into hip hop, oh, we're all into punk, exactly, oh, we're all into this. That's literally exactly what I was just gonna say. Like streetwear is such like, like a melting pot of different subcultures that it's like, we are as like a community, we already take things from different you know groups like whether it's like hip-hop adopting sneakers yeah. or like whatever vice versa we're gonna overlap in how exactly, we think at exactly. some point right like there's so, some sort of overlap so that's why it makes sense so uh, like a good example and one thing that we saw a lot was the reuse of like um like cameron graphics yeah remember that yeah. at one point and just like morrissey stuff like yeah. everybody was doing that out of the ass dude. and it was because like people listen to the same music people listen to the same thing all right name three songs by the smiths go oh this okay um <clears throat> Um, okay, stop Googling yeah, it. Yeah, not at, off the top of my head. You got me. All, All right, right, cool. Fake exposed. Off the top of my head, you got exposed. me. Um, but for the most part, we see a lot of that stuff repurposed in streetwear because everybody literally likes the same things for the most part. Yeah. Um, but it, within high fashion, I think because it's at an extent where they're making, you know, billions, billions of dollars, I feel like that has to go into something like a creative team or something to rethink new ideas. Or, exactly. And you know? compared to the scale of streetwear in terms of like logistics and stuff like that, like, yeah, obviously it takes a lot to put out like streetwear, like articles of clothing and stuff. But in terms of like high fashion, it can, it can seem kind of lazy if they're bootlegging something yeah. and they have to go through like this whole process of like, producing it like showing it on the runway stuff like that at that point it seems kind of lazy you know Bro, it looks like you're just cutting corners it looks bad on their behalf because for streetwear bootlegging is where things were originated from it's almost how streetwear was formed right supreme's box logo is based off of a font and exact text from a barbara kruger like fucking painting or i don't know a poem some shit i don't know poem she does shit. I don't okay. know. <laughs> but it, it originates from something, uh, from a greater landscape of, of fine art, right? Yeah. With high fashion, they are the bar. So to copy the people that cre that copied off the bar is like, we're going in full circle here. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like a dog chasing its tail. Exactly. Like, so, you yeah. know, so it, it doesn't make sense to me when I see high fashion places copying what it is that streetwear is doing, but also streetwear is copying what high fashion is doing. But then high fashion is taking people from streetwear and bringing them to high fashion. So it's like, y'all just want to be what cool like us. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's literally what it is. Yeah. But how do you feel about that? Because high fashion, you're basically paying however much money, thousands, thousands of dollars, of dollars yeah. for some shit that you literally almost could have made yourself or in the sense of was thought of in the sense that most people make it for themselves. But I think that's the point. Like, it's... It's more so a point of, yeah, you could get this somewhere else, but if you have this, like, for instance, like, let's take Balenciaga as an example. Yeah, that's Like, a technically, example. a lot of their stuff is can, can be considered streetwear, mm -hmm. but with a high fashion price point. So I think a lot of people have the mindset where it's like, yeah, I could get a t-shirt from, like, Supreme, even though, okay, like, that'll cost you, like, $50. Um, or I could buy this, like... $800 t-shirt. It's literally the same t-shirt. It's made out of cotton, but yeah. it's Balenciaga. So that means something that makes me something. Uh, I think we, that's the mindset. Okay, can we thing. go through that then? Yeah. Can we, can we try to dissect the mindset of people who do and make those types of purchases? Because 
I've been having some trouble lately with purchasing stuff myself. Like I, when you have a certain amount of money, not to say that I'm rich or anything, but when you start to make a little bit Flex. of money, you start to reach for things that are a little bit more expensive, right? But that also makes it easier to grab things that are also a little bit cheaper. So your pool of purchasing becomes even larger and then you become so engrossed in options that you, I never buy anything. That's true. That's very so true. So let's talk about the people that actually buy these like fucking $500 t-shirts off white is, is a good, is a good example. Cause it's like right in the middle. It's yeah. like the median of like truly expensive, but also somewhat affordable. What do you think they think about when they buy these things? If you have the money, right? And say they're not wearing $500 t-shirts all the time. Say they wear a shirt from Target that costs them probably like $9.99. They wear that shirt and then they put on the off-white shirt. Do they feel like it's worth it at that point? Or is it just the image that it is that they really, 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 really want for that money? I mean, I think it really just depends on the person. Like, of course, there are people out there that really value product or value what something means. And then there are always going to be those people that just want it because it has some sort of image attached to it. You know what I'm saying? So I think it could go either way. Um, and I'm not knocking either of those people, you know what I'm saying? Like, go for it. If you it. got it. Yeah. yeah. If you got it, then go for it. Like, yeah. fuck it. Why not? Why not buy a $500 t-shirt exactly. if it's not going to break the bank, you know, like to each their own. But uh, okay. There's a, okay. There's a certain barrier. And I thought about this. If you're making like, obviously like Jeff Bezos money, you know, like, um, like billions of dollars. Yeah. A $500 t-shirt is like me going to McDonald's and buying a dollar sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for somebody who's like slightly making a bit of money a 500 hundred dollar t-shirt it just still sounds ridiculous that's like, a lot that's a lot of a money lot for of anybody money. i mean okay for me that's like okay if that's we, a but, lot but if we but, look at the population we look at the rate of like middle class to like lower class that percent, wow we're getting real deep here we're going in like socioeconomics this is tight if i if i if we, we were ah, you fucked it up sorry, 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 <laughs> my bad. Go ahead. if we look at it correctly though and we look at the percentage of like middle to low class people a majority of those people aren't able to afford a $500 t-shirt. They don't even have the mindset of, you know, maybe one day I'll save up for a $500 t-shirt. For us, a $100 t-shirt is a lot. That's true. That's a $30 true. t-shirt sometimes has it's me like, on the edge of like, uh, uh, do I need it? I think I can go without that. I might just go to the thrift store and get me something for like $2, exactly. you know? Exactly. So there's a deeper mindset to why the fuck are you buying a $500 t-shirt, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it all comes down to the image that comes with it like it it's a whole it's almost like you ever see you ever watch those um those old like movies that are like dated super bad maybe like old yeller and they have like the um so it's sad. like the stick with the, uh the bandana and then it's like tied with a bunch of shit you know <coughs> what i mean it's like all their belongings in like the little bandana thing I think that's what comes with the t-shirt. It's like all this shit in a bag that's like really, really, really cool that yeah. when you buy that t-shirt, you get this along with it. And I don't know, man, that's, that sounds wow, like that a, was a reach for that a sounds, reference. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a like super stressful though. Don't you think? What do you mean? Stressful in like what way? Like to, to get to the point where your clothing dictates who you are. Who you are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, it's that like is. diving into another realm, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Black Mirror or some shit like that. It's just like I've actually never seen that. So. I've never either. But every time somebody says some some crazy future reference, they just say Black Mirror. So I decided to, say I had to that throw too. that in there. Right, I'm gonna start using that too. I'm Black start Mirror. Using that too. Right. <laughs> Anytime it's like super obscure, I'm gonna say Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yo, you ever that one episode in Black Mirror season three episode? You're four? missing that, one, bro. You don't. Yo, even know you what didn't you're catch that? About. Crazy. Go rewatch yeah, it. Exactly. Go rewatch it. But ha- like, how do you feel about that? Because that's like the premise of why we decided to start. Why we decided to start this podcast is to take a deeper look into why we wear the, the things that we wear. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's one of the biggest rules of like fashion rules, quote unquote, if you want to call it that, is that, you know, wear the clothes, don't let the clothes wear you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think if you're at that point where you have that much money to blow and you're letting the clothing or whatever, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is in your life, you're letting that dictate who you are as a person. Then it's like, uh, do you think that's, is it really worth it? But I think, I think, and now I'm going to almost retract that statement because I think that doesn't just happen to people who have money. That happens to us as well. Oh yeah, for sure. So in the sense that we, when you, when you go on your website, wherever you shop at this point, maybe like, um, like an end clothing or something a little bit more expensive, we always go to the particular brands that we like. In some way, they have woven into our brains that we are the brand for you, so don't ever look at any other brands. That's true. Which is scary. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Because I, I, have, I have trouble trying to look, trying to even think twice about another brand. Even if you were to introduce me to another brand, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I already I'm super have this. Good off that. Yeah, yeah, I'm cheating on like, this other brand. Nothing. I can't. Exactly, right? Like yeah. I can only have one workwear brand at a time. One sort of like, um, I don't know what's called Stone Island, but more of like a futuristic tech type of wear company at a time. I can only have one street skateboarding company at a time. Like, no, I don't want to wear another brand because it's almost like cross branding in that sense, you know? Yeah, that yeah, that's a really good point. I actually take that back too. It doesn't matter what <laughs> price point you're shopping at. It can happen to anybody, you know? Like, it can happen if you're wearing like, oh God, I sound super sick right now. I'm not sick right now. It's just allergies. I have allergies anyways, too allergy season but like i was that's saying the government man they, yeah, be, they, yo, they just release the pollen shit. like that yo, it's like crazy oh we better shut these people down yeah. <laughs> anyway podcast is getting too hot <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to take us down yeah go ahead Fucking, my bad you sound like conspiracy brother from uh undercover but anyways um yeah i mean it can happen at any price point like for instance you're shopping at urban outfitters and you're shopping what they're pushing to you so yeah. whether that's like whatever it is at the time whether it's like champion whatever like in in some aspect like you're letting that store or that brand dictate holy shit yo i haven't you know had a saying? huzzah moment in a minute but i remember we would have those every episode and that was definitely one of them because if you really think about when you go into urban outfitters they're not telling you what is cool well they kind of are at the same time they're but they're telling you what it is that you need to wear to be cool if wow. that makes sense. Wow. All right, let's start the podcast. Let's just, <laughs> you know, it's like the X-Files. X-Files. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be super scared of that show. When I was it's little. still very it's scary. Fucking scary. That yeah. dude, the, the main actor, I don't know yeah. what his name is, he does not age because they still have the X-Files on TV and he looks exactly the same. He's like Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, all right, all right, all right. That is episode what, what, 38. What episode episode 38. Is this? 38. Sorry, I'm getting lost in this. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, thanks guys for for listening to this week's episode. Continue to Oh, also brands if you are listening. And I know a lot of you do. You guys don't show love on the Instagram though. There are a few fake. though. There are a few. They Thank you fake. for reaching out to us. Um, but yeah, if you are a brand or an artist or a designer or a creator in any sense and you're just like you're trying to get your shit out there, you know, you have work that you feel like is undervalued, maybe underexposed in a sense you know send it to us man we don't mind checking it over we don't mind providing input more often than not i'm going to tell you it's fire because we just love stuff um but for the most part yeah uh thanks guys for supporting us uh we appreciate it yeah That's, uh, thank you guys what, 38 right <laughs> I, all right yeah. oh okay. another thing uh, what one more thing I don't know where this came from, but when uh, I was looking at uh, the episodes and I saw that we were on episode 38, it reminded me of, you ever heard of War of the Worlds? Yeah, of course. With Tom Cruise? No, no, not that, not the actual movie. The original, like, r- the radio program broadcast. Sure. That came out in 1938. Shout out to the number 38. And wow. that is episode 38. Thanks, guys. As always, for listening. We'll see you next week. That was the, that was the most <laughs> randomest fucking fact of the year.